everybody, Professor Nipplebottom here, and you are about to enjoy another fantastic episode of the Prof Potter History of Last Week. Now, if you're here from any of my social media platforms, you may be expecting not a lot of swears, some fun, and some fun facts. Well, there'll be some fun facts, but there will be some swears and some rather inappropriate jokes. Me and Mr. Jim are lifelong friends, and we have a few beers and say some really inappropriate stuff, so if you're not down with that... Maybe this one isn't for you. But if you're here for fun, then please join in. If you want to help out with the podcast, you can email CEO of know at gmail.com with any ideas. We do shout-outs and any ideas are taken on board. This is uh, this is early days to get on at the grand level. Um, if you'd like to follow me on all social media platforms, this is Professor underscore nipple underscore bottom. Thank you very much for everybody who stuck around while I'm on a slight hiatus trying to sort out time restraints. We will make sure we get one of these done every week as well because we've been very bad recently and we are very sorry, but we are here... We're queer, get used to it, I think is the, the saying there. <laughs> so anyway, enjoy this show and uh, let us know what you think. And don't forget, hey, God damn it! I didn't think of a tagline. I'll, I'll get one for next week's intro. <laughs> enjoy. Hello everybody, how are you doing? Oh, I'm leaning on the background, I need to turn it down, sorry, I know. How's everybody doing? This is Prof. Pod History of last week, how are we doing, Mr. Jim? Oh, same as always, short, shriveled and hanging to the left. <laughs> Good early reference. Yes, I yes. Uh, I need my phone, I've got something on there. Right, uh, so, uh, anything good happen to you last week? Anything... Not really. I finally, this is going to sound really gross, but I finally washed the, uh, right, I had a full hand full of silicon, and without thinking just went like that. But my t-shirt had come uh, uh, down, and by that, sorry, I realised people, not everyone would be able to see it, I, I was gesturing towards my armpit. So you put a full silicon hand yeah, full but in your armpit. Yeah, but worse than that, my t- t-shirt, you know when you've like lifting like that, and your t-shirt comes down, yeah, I went yeah. straight into my armpit. It took about a week to wash it all out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'd have just shaved. Cut it out, if I'm honest. I'd have been there for a week just doing that. (laughs) I'm a hairy man. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Did you know that there was a grenade found in a German... Someone thought they found a grenade in a German forest. What? Yeah, and then they sent on all the bomb disposal and all the people turned up, and it turned out... It was a butt plug. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess you could kind of see that. Like, yeah. if you think of the old German... Yeah. Turned out it was a butt plug. Oh, yeah. By lubricant and stuff. And they said, yep, no need to worry about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't believe I touched it. <laughs> Why are you still touching it? <laughs> are you chewing it? There's teeth marks in this. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to take it home. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten it. I'll just stop any embarrassment. I'll just take it I'm off. just taking it off. I'll put it with the collection. Uh, oh, I watched a film called Overlord. Overlord. Why do I not have heard that? It was about... Uh, it's a World War Two film. And then they find out that the Germans are making a super serum that turns them into zombies so they just can't die. That's amazing. And uh, it's got... Uh, what's his name? Ewan Greyjoy. What's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ewan I know you mean. Greyjoy yeah, yeah. on that thingy. Uh, he's, he's the main bad guy in it but god damn it was really good yeah. really good well worth a watch well worth that's a amazing. watch that's amazing turned out I had, had a Mr. Mister on my paperwork so I knew it was going to be a gay couple so Mr. assumed Mr. as usually when I see a couple of gay men find me very attractive I don't know why more than women they, they could be brothers reason. they could have been no it was definitely a couple no they would yeah. have different names it was uh, definitely going to be a gay couple but I turned up 
see the cars on the driveway they had one was a mercedes with a leather interior one was just like a what was it i think it was a jaguar it was beautiful yeah, so yeah. they clearly had a lot of money turned up the guy opened the door God, he was beautiful. <laughs> he was the other way around. <laughs> All of a sudden, I switched like, it up on you, buddy. Shit, I should have run a cone through my hair. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was gutted, so yeah. He was gutted. <laughs> I expected to be flirted with. I'd have worn my grey trackies. I'd have myself up for it. But no, I don't mean like I'd warmed myself up. I wasn't yeah, just myself in the band to get ready, but... Just before the paperwork. I got there. Yeah. I, I found myself getting more desperate as the day got on. Slut dropping when I'm trying to pick stuff up on the floor. Pay me a compliment. <laughs> Flicking there around. Uh, Do you have a hose? I don't want to get inside dirty. I'll just wash out here. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and do you know, um, Sharon went to cook some pasta the other day, so you mm. put the slow cooker yeah, yeah. put it on put the pasta in put the stuff in put all that put a load of meat in there you can't say slow cooker without doing that yeah I know I know I'm not a fan but uh, well, it depends what it's cooked for if it's a lazy meal mm -mm. Mm. Doesn't, it doesn't go down but you can cook meat fantastically yeah you there, can if used correctly uh, but anyway she, she cooked it I wasn't eating it because it's pasta I can't eat pasta but then she called me out to the kitchen and I went out there and she goes, what is this? And the pasta, what is that? She'd literally taken a spoonful off the top and there was something in it. I took a picture of it. Did you want to oh, see it? Oh, yes, I do, yeah. <clears throat> what was in it? This is going to be bad, isn't it? That is what was in it. Can you see what that is? That's a fucking massive spider, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> did you still eat it? I did not touch it. Well, I did because it was past her. I couldn't leave it anyway. Uh, she, right, she actually yeah. had her. She had it. That's a. Is that like super zoomed in, or is that just no, a no, huge it is a spider? That's a spider. That's still massive. It is a massive spider. I mean, um, probably to not to anyone outside no, yeah, the UK. Yeah. For UK standards, it's a large wolf spider, but it was. I'm, I'm, I went all detective on it, so and I decided that I think what happened was. So you dissected it. Let me get my pipe. I don't want to <laughs> What I decided happened was that uh, the spider was clearly in said slow cooker mm -hmm. when it was in the cupboard and she didn't look she just chucked the pasta in there on top of the spider didn't have time to get out and it slowly roasted alive yeah slow cooked the spider and her, and, well, yeah and her thing was saying how can I not eat it because there's a spider in there I'm literally eating a dead cow so I said that's that's a fair point mm -hmm. but the mm -hmm. cow didn't slowly cook alive in the slow cooker well it slowly released its spidery so, goodness so I just ate the spider they ate, yes, the, exactly. they, they ate the pasta anyone was a winner it was a fair fair switch up <laughs> Oh, it was really disgusting. It haunted me, if I'm uh, if I'm honest. Uh, I turned up the other day to a job, uh, and it was one of those. It was called something square, and there was like four roads, and in the middle of these four roads, nowhere with any good parking or any parking, yeah. it was just these houses, and I had to fit a door there. Yeah. And so I pulled up into one of the end roads and walked over, knocked the door, and some guy came up. He had like long hair and a ponytail. Yeah. Oh. Was as as <laughs> and a real wispy beard. What the hell with your twin? <laughs> it was more wispy than mine. And I said to him, he was proper nerdy looking. I know, uh, again. Little <laughs> <laughs> overweight, nubby penis. I looked out and he answered the door and I said, I'm parked miles away. Where's the best place to park? What's the name of these two roads? No, what's the name of this road? And he said, no, oh, that's like chastity close. He said, but he said there's never any spaces there yeah. he said so you can go to Montgomery Avenue which is that one I went okay Montgomery Avenue and I went to town and he went no 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 he went this is Montgomery Avenue 
Oh god! Oh no! His face went bright red, and then he facepalmed himself really hard. God! Like it was like a bass rootin' facepalm, and he went, oh, "Come on, Jesus. Michael, you know this." <laughs> No, did you completely lose yes. it? Yeah. I, I've got my face mask on, but you must see that my eyes are watering. <laughs> Come on, Michael, you know this! And he went, it's Stephen's, Stephen's walk, it's Stephen's walk, you can park in Stephen's walk. Oh, no, thank you, thank you. So I went to the first road, there's no parking. Wouldn't it have been easy to just say two roads that way? I know, I know. But went went to the second one and managed to park in Stephen's clothes. Walked over there, got the job done, and that. <laughs> Finished the door and stood outside, gave him the demo and that. And he was trying to. And I said to him, "We just do the payment, which is done by an order The car payment line. You phone him up, and they take the car details. And I said, "Get your phone, get your car, and we'll run through it quickly." And he went, "Got to pull his mobile out." So you get your car. And he went, "I don't need my car." And then he leapt on the door, obviously trying to be all cool. Oh no! Smeared silk and everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Show me all cool because he knew his car details yeah, by heart. Yeah. Heart, you spend too much money because I know well, mine yeah. off by heart and I spend too much money. Yeah. So he clearly just tucked tight to one little quick old thing of that and then it went, well, what do you think, son? I written down his reference number, gave it to him, went, right, I'll see you there then. And he leant back from the door and just had two massive white lines of silicon <laughs> all the way from nipple to belly button down his, down his little corpus belly, all the way down his nice T-shirt. It was absolutely... Lee Nolik faceways or something? Yeah, like a portly little, you know, like a little, you know, like a nerd belly. He had little stringy arms and a little pot belly. Was he, uh, did he have he, the He had Kermit the Frog's body. Was he trying to hide it? Or did he, you no, know? he didn't see it. I walked off because I didn't want him to see that. I, I just thought, I've just got to get out of here. Yeah. Younger than us, I'd say he was probably around 30. Oh, no, tw between 26 to 30 years old, uber nerd. He looked like he would just finished playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons and then masturbated and come and answer the door. That's, that's what I'm doing all the time. <laughs> it's my daily routine. They would stay looking so young. <laughs> uh, oh, and then um, I watched or heard on the first. I, I said I watched Man United last week and I watched yeah. Leeds play. This Leeds, time, Leeds, I heard Leeds, the Leeds, Leeds game yeah. on the radio, but when I was watching it, they were saying, every time they said his name, they said, Robin Cock, which made me yeah. laugh because it's Robin Cock Robin on the TV. Cock. Hilarious. I thought, that's a 10 out of 10 right there. That's unbeatable. Well, yeah. But then I listened to it on the radio, Yeah. and that Robin Cock was involved in a goal. And then the build-up to the goal, every so often, every time we touch the ball, the commentator would just be going, and it's going from uh, Marshall over there. Cock! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, I was in bits. I forgot my medication. <laughs> just every time, cock! Because they, they were clearly saying Robin Cock, so they weren't just shouting cock. Yeah. The people on TalkSport didn't care. They, they just, just shouting kept cock. shouting cock. I thought you was going to say, like, they've mispronounced his name and it was like Reuben Cock. No, no. <laughs> just out Reuben Cock. <laughs> Reuben Cock. <laughs> no, they kept uh, just shouting cock, which obviously is... Uh, I found hilarious. I did see a funny name today, actually, as I was driving back through Swindon. Um, uh, what was it? Dick Lovett. Dick Lovett. It was, uh, what was it? Like a transport company. Of I was going to say, I've seen that before. Dick Lovett. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Lovett. Love it. <laughs> uh, uh, what else was it? Oh, we was going to watch the, uh, the video from... You know, I said if we was going to watch video. a video. A video. A video. A video. Go to watch a video. I'm going to find it. So there we go. Just let, uh, so we've just got some 
some people. Oh, I've seen this. This is amazing. <laughs> this has got some people on a speedboat. It's going along nicely. Oh, it's going pretty fast. Oh, it's gone too fast. The Driver's gone. Yeah. Woman's gone. They're all out. They're all fucked, aren't they? <laughs> that one in the middle, the pink one. Did you? If you watch it again and look at that second, that first bump, the terror in her eyes. You can see it immediately. <laughs> That's so funny. But watch her on the first bump. Anyone wanting to watch this, just go onto YouTube and search "speedboat crash with seven passengers." Her glasses come off. She knows she's in trouble. She's smiling. But I take the middle seat. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> and this thing was just <laughs> like a sausage, that's a frozen sausage that's fallen out of the packet onto the kitchen floor. He's he just, just nose dives. He falls that's too slow, so like he's defying the laws <laughs> of physics. <laughs> oh, absolutely hilarious! Um, right, I made a massive mistake this week. I did. I had two of these A4 lined pages of funny names over the last two weeks because oh. this is a double episode. Apologies. We were not here last week, but we are yeah. doing covering from last week as well. I kept letting the team down. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so flagellated. Buddy, we're both struggling for time. The reason I'm not about much at the minute is because uh, since I started all this, I haven't had to work like I am now. And yeah. I cannot carry on doing it the way I am. So I have to, this, to sit back so I can earn actual money. Mm. Yeah. I am. Whoa, uh, what's yeah, that? I know, I know. I wish I could earn just internet money, but uh, unfortunately not. Uh, oh, look, Mr. Jim, I bought you a little gift. I'm going to give it to you live on the podcast. Oh. There you go. Just... <gasps> <laughs> oh, he's crying. Oh, oh he's crying. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just nearly sick. That's amazing. It is a... What is it, Jim? To everyone. Uh, no, no, this is my personal <laughs> thing. I'm going home. Lufa Vandross. Greatest hits, 1981 and 95. <laughs> you didn't actually buy this, did you? Huh? Did you actually go yeah, and buy yeah, it? I was in a charity shop. It was like 50p, so I picked it up. You don't have to point out everything I buy is from a charity <laughs> shop. <laughs> the king of the thrift. <laughs> so, yeah, let's hope you've still got a CD player somewhere. Uh, genuine, you bought that for me. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> there you Thank go. you so Why much. You not it's like made my up. day. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm fucking over the moon with there that. There you go. Um, let's go to the car. Let's take this on the road. <laughs> but are you? Oh dear. Oh no. You get to hear me sing <laughs> these. <laughs> Completely naked. That keeps on giving. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, so what happened is I had two A4 name pages of names, the rude names, or funny names, I should say, and I lost them. They're in the van somewhere, and I can oh. I've done them at work uh, in the morning when I was waiting for a job, and I cannot find them. So I'll just have to go through them another time. So we've just got a few birthdays to cover, yep. and then we'll go on to some events. Ooh. Let me just put the little nubby back on my... Uh, put your nubbler back there. on. So born on the 1st of May in 19... Oh, I'm not going to... Oh, no, where is it? 69. Arthur Wellesley was the first Duke. The Duke of Wellington. Yeah. yeah. Not the man who invented the boot. No, no. no just the, one of the greatest men ever in British. Where he was Napoleon's arch enemy, wasn't he? Most he was famous. also Prime Minister. Yes. Mm. In 1808, he led the British, Spanish and Portuguese forces that defeated the French in the Ibranian Peninsula. The Peninsula Wars. Yes. Uh, he then invaded France at the Battle of Waterloo in 1815. He led the British, Dutch and Belgian troops to victory over the resurgent Napoleon. He remains a fascinating fissure. Fissure. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry, Adam. He didn't vote earlier. He beat the French. 
<laughs> Waterloo wasn't in France. Huh? I said he invaded France. Yes, I said. He did, he, at Waterloo, you said, didn't you? No, I said that, he, that, that was a, that when he invaded. Then he invaded France after the uh, Iranian Peninsula and then invaded oh, France. Oh, sorry, that's me. sentence. Oh, my bad. No, I think it, was, it might have been the way I was reading it. Let's be honest. It was uh, not the best. I read, I read poor sometimes. I read really good. <laughs> Wellington was the youngest son of Anglo-Irish nobility. He was born on the 1st of May, 1969. <laughs> in Dublin, his older brother Richard helped his early career. Richard was a gifted politician who supported Arthur in his rise through the military ranks. As a governor general of Bengal, Richard acted and as a And by support, he meant paid for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they were both serving in India. Mm. Read, uh, what was it? I think it's the first Sharp book, The Tipu Sultan. Oh, it is. That's, that's the series that stars that, I think he is, isn't it? Oh, Sean Bean, Sean maybe. Bean, that's it. I couldn't remember his name. The, the most, the least, like, from the books, when you read the books, is is the, the least likely bloke to play uh, Sharp in it. It's ridiculous. Who should it have been? I'd, I don't know, but it shouldn't have been. No, you've got to give Sean me a. Bean. I need to know I who it should have been. I've not read the books. You need to tell me someone you think would play the role. Hmm. If he's the least likely. It, maybe it's what? Like, uh, Beppe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, it's got to be a, a, a black female. I'll tell you, actually, um, the geezer who played, the Scottish geezer who played the, the hound in yes, thingy. Yes, he played Clegane, yeah, what's his yeah. the band of the Scottish, the porridge oats? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's not hideously disfigured in real life, is he? No. No, no he's not. I don't believe so, anyway. No. Not where we can see, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's mutilated his genitals or something. Um, apparently he was no <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> apparently he was known for uh, being able to function on short amount of sleep when necessary, willing to keep going for a very long time on very little sleep. In the four days in the lead up to the Battle of Waterloo and the battle itself, he had only nine hours of sleep. Mm. He often stayed up until three in the morning organising his armies. Math. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I don't think meth was about then, but something... Definitely on drugs. Hookers. Anyone who stays up past 9pm is on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I can't stay up past 8 and I, I'm not on drugs. <laughs> That's a different kind of drug, Jimmy. That heroin really gets to you. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, so who else we got? On the 2nd of May in 1972. Do you know who was born? Flogging. Flogging. Mm. <laughs> The Rock! Oh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson! Christ. Yeah. Uh, he was dubbed the great one in wrestling. He was the people's champ. And in the film world, he has bought no less than $10 billion worldwide. Jesus Christ. That's great. At least $10 billion worldwide. I'm sorry, I'm yawning. I don't know why. I'm yawning. I think it's because I heard you breathe in. Yeah. It's like that secondary yawn, isn't it? Yeah. He actually has helped, uh, he has topped the him, the male Forbes list of highest paid actors two years in a row with an estimate of 87.5 million. It's crazy, Because how the fuck did that happen? All of a sudden, like, oh, don't get me wrong, I've always loved The Rock. But he went from... But he went from just being like a novelty sort of actor, almost. Well, he got... Uh, yeah... And he just, but there was exploded. no transition, was there? All of a sudden, that was it. it was there just was no one main film, man. was yeah. there, really? He just... It was, well, he, he was, was just in everything. That sort of kicked it up and I don't know. I think, but even before that, 
Jumanji is amazing. Jumanji uh, is amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing film. But he was just in yeah. so... That's the thing. I think he was in so much. Yeah. And that was B. Cool's when he was really small and slim. Yeah, Obviously, he stopped yeah. doing the old Juicy Juicy. <laughs> he had his boo production. Yeah. Uh, which he actually had. And then uh, he got back on it and got absolutely huge because in Pain and Gain, he's the size of a baby rhino. Yeah. Yeah, that's just... He's amazing in that. Though, yeah, it's a great film, that is. Great film. It's just smashed, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, his nickname as a kid was Dewey. Hey, Dewey. Uh, before he was branded with his tough guy persona and fittingly strong wrestling name of The Rock, Johnson had a very different kid nickname growing up. When he was about six months old, his grandparents, his godparents and his mum asked if he, his diaper was wet. His godparents responded, no, he's just a little Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> the tip of his dick's wet or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that's a G. Just a little morning, Jew, don't worry. It's all right. He Son actually wanted to become a CIA agent. That is amazing. Yeah, he hoped to work for the Central Intelligence, but uh, hit a legal hurdle on the way. My criminal justice professor and advisor, Dr. Paul Cromwell, convinced me that the best operative I could become for the agency is one that also had a, a law degree. So he needed a law degree and didn't have one. What? Basically. Oh, so he needed... He needed, he needed to get a law degree to work yeah. for the CIA and didn't have one. Cause, well, to be honest, he probably didn't do much in his college career because he was a uh, football, football player. player. Wasn't he wasn't like the, a world beater in uh, football, but... Uh, hey. still, he was still a pro to, or uh, semi-pro or whatever it was. He was enough to uh, to not be... To basically be gifted a... He's just one of them blokes, isn't he, that's just good at everything. Mm. I say blokes, one of them people that's just good at everything they try. A winner! A winner! Top athlete. He always has that story about the low point when he only had $7 in his wallet after being cut from the football team in 1995 from Miami. Called his dad to pick him up. Seven dollars, and I don't believe that's no fucking second. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Both his dad and grandfather were, record, were wrestlers because you had dad was it? Uh, Peter Meyer and then his dad was uh, Rocky Meyer Rocky yeah. Johnson, the Soul Man. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, he made a ten to twelve year t plan to become the te top guy in Hollywood, uh, and then actually done it. In 13 years, so you're a complete failure. Failure, Rocky. <laughs> failure. <laughs> uh, the tattoo, the tribal tattoo on his back and chest and left arm took 60 hours. And they estimate it would have only taken 40 if he hadn't taken so many steroids. <laughs> hey. I love the rock. But yeah, like, yeah. It, it's not a bad thing, is it? I was just making a joke. He actually held the world record for taking selfies. Jesus Christ. Well, at the London premiere of his film San Andreas in 2015, Johnson managed an accomplishing feat, setting the Guinness World Record for the most selfies taken in three minutes, which he did with 105 fans. What the fudge? I know. That's actually quite impressive. Yes. Tim Burton considered him for the role of Willy Wonka. Oh, I should have done it. That would have derailed your career. Nope. It would, it, well, Johnny Depp. I like Johnny Depp, but I didn't like... Well, I don't like Willy Wonka. I don't like either of them, if I'm honest. It creeps me out. turns me on in a weird way. <laughs> so, Knock those uh, in for limpers, <laughs> don't you? <Huh>? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You said there was no film in the camera. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I just can't imagine The Rock playing Willy Wonka. I'd like to see hilarious. it. Uh, and he actually has considered running for president, which he'd probably win. Let's be honest. Maybe not yeah. now, but in like what ten years? What is he? Early fifties? Don't know. I reckon he could do it. Yeah, I definitely think he could win. I think anything could happen. Uh, then born on the 3rd in 1933, one James Brown was oh. born. What is your favourite James Brown song? I knew you were going to ask me that. I don't know. <clears throat> Sing me some James Brown songs. I tell you the one I like. That's exactly oh, what is that I was just, oh, yeah. I didn't realise that was him. That's exactly what I was just about to put on. <laughs> Howie. Cool for cool. <laughs> I love this. Cool. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Have you watched the Creed films? Huh? Have you watched Creed? I've seen Creed 1. I watched it with you, in the van. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you should watch the second one. So is it, is yeah. it as good? Yeah, good one. Yeah, nice. Is Sylvester Stallone in it? Yeah. Is he? Mm-hmm. Does he make a comeback? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it right. <laughs> Uh, well, did you know James Brown was actually electrocuted for four minutes as a child? What the fuck? Four yeah, minutes? He was a he was a stillborn, and his aunt breathed him to life. Yeah, it made him believe that he was invincible. And in another childhood anecdote, the um, Brown was leaning against an air compressor at the gas station where his dad worked when a short circuit sent an electric current through him, singeing his hair and melting his shoes to his feet. He became a legend in the neighbourhood as the kid that couldn't be killed. That's amazing. That is amazing. That is amazing. Well done, James Brown. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> James Brown actually used to pretend to be Little Richard ah. while in performances. Fair <laughs> play to you. Uh, when Little Richard had his hit Tutti Fruity, he went to Los Angeles, leaving several weeks of um, commitments open around the South. They shared the same agent, so James Brown filled in as Little Richard. That is a mess. <laughs> I bet he got paid, though. Yeah. Two, two paychecks. Yeah. Why not? Uh, he stole It's a Man's 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 World from a woman, Betty Jean Newsom, a woman he had met at the Apollo. He was travelling with her when he heard her singing a song she had come up with. Brown took it, added some words to it, and put it under his own name. Unbelievable. That's how they all do it. Yeah, to be fair. I mean, that was probably the first instance of someone ever stealing music off a black person. What? <laughs> uh, he started gunfights in the club. Often at Club 15 in Macon, Georgia, Brown would get into brawls with other men, often over women. Oh. He went after soul singer Joe Tex after Tex did a performance making fun of Brown's cape act. In the melee, seven people got shot, but injured parties were given $100 each and told not to create any more trouble. Money. <laughs> Money. <laughs> uh, he was uh, physically abusive and a philanderer. Brown, philanderer. philanderer. <laughs> Brown learned a lot from watching his own father physically abuse his mother and repeated the same actions with the women in his life. He would often court women who sang with him and would abuse them until they couldn't take any more. In one of the more egregious instances, he allegedly hit one of them, Tammy Terrell, with a fucking hammer. Uh, 
Oh dear. Did you really release wow. this and leave it in Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, James Brown. Well, can't be crazy. That tongue did not look crazy, eh? You've seen him dance, it's insane. Yeah, it is insane. He climbed up a 300-foot radio tower in Suedad Acuna, just across the Rio Grande in Mexico, just for the fun of it. Oh, okay. He performed in the Blues Brothers with John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Amazing. He had a lavish funeral for his dog, Poogee. The Poogee. family dog Poodle Poogee died when the maid accidentally swung the door open too quickly and cracked the dog's head. That is fucking <laughs> hilarious. That's what you get for having a rat dog. <laughs> Horrible. Brown buried the dog in a white casket and held a funeral at his house in Augusta. That is amazing. Oh, <laughs> come on. He had a special obsession with Elvis. He constantly compared himself to Elvis, who Brown felt was the only other artist compared to him in his lifetime. When he heard that Elvis died, he received a private viewing of the body where he cried over it, saying, Elvis, you rat, I'm not number two no more. <laughs> Why? Well, he was happy to be number one now. Why it's not? like um, assassins, isn't it? Antonio Banderas and. Uh, <laughs> I am no number one. Number today one. I become number <laughs> one. <laughs> he kept performing even though he was dying. Brown kept up a rigorous tour schedule well into his seventies. His trumpeter Holly Ferris remembered they were doing a show in South America when the doctor gave him shots, put a catheter into him, only to take it out, do one and a half hour show, and then come back, put the catheter back in. Then another performance. <laughs> what the fuck? Crazy man. Oh, well done. At least what a what a line for another performance yep. after that. Yep. Crazy. That is amazing. Uh, and then born on the 6th of May in 1758, Maximilian Robespierre. Robespierre. Sorry, still a little guess. I never usually burp. Just slugging Max and crying. Yeah, right there, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Maximilian Robespierre was a lawyer and uh, part of the uh, brutal French Revolution. Uh, he was one of the leaders. Uh, he achieved power and influence in the early 1790s and unleashed a reign of terror, led down, led the revolution down a bloody path. These macabre. Uh, with, we've got some macabre facts about Ooh. Maximilian. Yeah, 17,000 death sentences were handed out during the reign of terror, which he oversaw. That is 17,000. He guillotined old friends who opposed his political movement. Uh, he uh, suspended trials to increase execution flow because of his serious paranoia. After a supposed assassination attempt, Robespierre spent the final months of his life in a state of increasing paranoia, pushing through a law, suspended rights to trial and legal assistance in order to hasten the elimination of his enemies. As a result of this law, 1,400 people were guillotined over the course of a month. What the fuck? <laughs> we better fire up another one of these, don't we? Just, yeah, we, we need more guillotines. <laughs> It's guillotine, sir. I keep saying guillotine. It's because I keep just saying it wrong. I'm honest. Because you're a Philistine. I am. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
He gave, he forgave the Parisians for massacres in the streets, which he may have actually incited. <laughs> <laughs> the September massacre of 1792 <laughs> were among the. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. This it was mostly you. But, uh, <laughs> I'll okay. forgive you. It's okay. In September, the massacre of 1972 were among the bloodiest moments of the French Revolution, a time when men and women were slain on the streets of Paris and in prisons across France. It's estimated that 1,200 prisoners were slain over a five-day period. The first victims, a group of priests who refused to submit to the law of subordinating the church to law. They were taken out by a mob and then mutilated with oh. circumstances of barbarity too shocking to describe, is the way they've... Here's a list. <laughs> yes. Here's a blow-by-blow reenactment. Blow-by-blow. Some of Robespierre's opponents were allegedly he directly responsible for inciting the massacres. Whether or not he had a hand in starting the gruesome slaughter, Robespierre exonerated Parisians for their role in uh, purging the old order. <laughs> so it sounds like he made them do it, and then when you don't want it, it's okay. Or didn't make them, said to him, do it, I'll yeah. take power, and then I'll let you off. And then I'll say it's okay. Yeah. He sends an entire family to death for an assassination attempt that never happened. On May the 23rd, 1794, when Robespierre was at the height of his power, he survived what may or may not have been an assassination attempt. <laughs> On that day, Cecil Renault, a 20-year-old royalist, showed up at his house. When guards scheduled, uh, searched the young woman, they found two small knives. Renault was promptly put on trial and sentenced to death by guillotine, even though her only crime was coming to Robespierre's house with weapons on her person. But here's the rub. Robespierre did not stop at condemning Cecil. He alleged that her father, brother, and aunt were in on the conspiracy against him, so they were auto-sent to the guillotine. What the fuck? You crazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he attempted to institute a new religion in France, of which he was the head. Nice. Yeah. Among the more radical acts of the French Revolution was the rejection of religion. It wasn't necessarily surprising, since the clergy traditionally held wealth and power at the first estate. As much as it was an attack on the... Sounds aristocracy, like French the, French the French Revolution was also an attack on the Catholic Church. Robespierre understood the need for a new belief system to replace Catholicism with the so-called Cult of the Supreme Being. That is a great name. Cult of the Cult Supreme, of the Supreme being. being. Was he in 1794? I hope so. With himself as the head. So surely he was the Supreme <laughs> Being. <laughs> Though it sounds bizarre, the religion actually drew from Judo-Christian and Enlightenment values. It even orchestrated a feast day for the new religion. Religion. Oh. Well, that's it then. I am now a cult of the supreme being. For my feast day. <laughs> yes, we'll do it today. What should we have? Should we order a pizza? No, no, I want a full <laughs> Christmas dinner right now. <laughs> Cook it. <laughs> Get out there. Uh, on the 6th in 19... Oh, actually, just before we leave Ma uh, Maximilian Robespierre, you might remember him when I tell you how he died. He was the man that tried to kill himself in prison mm. uh, and shot himself in the face. Mm. Didn't kill himself and just blew his jaw to pieces. Mm. So they taped it shut, taped it all up shut, um, and then put him to the guillotine. And the last thing they did was tear the bandage off just Which before ripped they... his jaw Yeah, off. so he's just gone... <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, and that was how he died. <laughs> it was exactly like that. <laughs> I think that was a pretty accurate oh, yeah, I was going to say, I imagine it somewhat that. was. I'm completely honest, I think that was pretty spot on. It was probably the sound after the guillotine had finished. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those big bottles of water. <laughs> <laughs> like the minion one. <laughs> 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 
Uh, oh, oh, shit. Uh, oh. And then, uh, <gasps> did I just see what I thought I saw? You did, because born in 1961 on the 6th was one Georges Clunet. 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 <laughs> uh, where is it? After he swore off marriage, Michelle Pfeiffer and Nicole Kidman both bet him £10,000 each that he would be a father before he turned 40. They were both wrong and each sent him a cheque. He returned the money, betting double or nothing that he would not have kids by 50. We're not sure if he paid the 20000 but it's cleared Clooney won again because he's mm-hmm. still not got kids, has he? Fair enough. Some people just don't want kids, do they? No, fair enough. Well, I mean, maybe we could try, though, George. <laughs> maybe we could try. Come on. I'll let you come in me, George. Jesus, <laughs> 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 Marty. So otherwise, that money goes too far. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't me. I don't know who said that, but that was that was too far. It was Yoshi. <laughs> Damn it, Yoshi. I'm sorry, I just... You know, you, you feel something in your heart, you just need to let it out. As ancient Chinese proverb. I thought you were Japanese. I don't know, man. I'm so dizzy from being horny from thinking about George. <laughs> Get out of here, you bum. Clooney owned a pet pig named Max. That's amazing. Yeah. Did he, he owned it? it for 18 years. It was a gift from then-girlfriend Kelly Preston. Max is often credited with saving Clooney's life by waking him up before the 1994 Cothridge, California earthquake. Max appeared in interviews with Clooney, shared his bed, and also got to ride in John Travolta's private jets. Little piggy. That's amazing. What's the under-over on that Clooney fucked that pig? Oh, he definitely fucked that pig. Well, if you fuck a pig, you fuck me. <laughs> Yoshi! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that didn't sound like Yoshi. You know? I'm not too sure who it sounded like, if I'm honest. In his youth, Grooney worked in tobacco fields and took up smoking in his late 20s. He quit after one of his uncles died from lung cancer as he expressed his regret over it in interviews. What, was regretting quitting? Well, that his uncle died. Did he kill his uncle? <gasps> with cigarettes. <laughs> uh, in, uh, in 1977, Clooney tried out for a position on the Cincinnati Reds baseball team, but he didn't pass the first round of cuts. Clooney, you can. Yeah. Um, his mother, Nina Bruce, was a former beauty pageant queen, and his um. father, Nick Clooney, was an AMC host. That's why he's ever so slightly handsome. <laughs> Drop the, the fucking gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Someone shut the door! <laughs> Stop him getting in here! <laughs> uh, Clooney is the nephew of singer and actress Rosemary Clooney and of Oscar-winning actress J- Jose Ferreira uh, and the cousin of their actor sons Miguel Ferrer and Rafael Ferrer who is also the cover- cousin-in-law of Grammy Award-winning singer Bebby Boone. Bebby Boone? Do you mean Debbie Boone? <laughs> Baby Boone's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's full brown for this. Baby Boone. Boone. <laughs> Debbie Boone. You fucking idiot. <laughs> you lord, you uh, didn't even pick it up then, bro. I was waiting. No, no. I thought it was going to lead to something else. I often say many things wrong and it just passes by without me even noticing. And then sometimes I listen back and go, oh, I said that completely wrong. <gasps> and then, um... 
That's probably where the cats probably half of them. <laughs> uh, did you know that Clooney was the second ever man after Richard Gere to appear on the cover of Vogue magazine? Oh. Ah. Oh, he was the very first guest on Rosie O'Donnell's talk show in 1996. 1936. <laughs> ah. 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 Who else was born? Who else have we got? Ooh, in 1926, on the 8th, David Attenborough was oh. born, who is one of my favourite people. And I tell you what, he has got a voice like butter, that man. <laughs> Voice like butter. It's hard when I'm watching. I love the documentaries, but I find myself getting sleepy because his voice just. What was it he done recently? He gave. Was it Prince George or something like? Give him something, didn't he? And then. Uh, <laughs> not that kind of something. Sit on my lap, young George. I'll. I'll show you what. Oh, better get him off quick. This is what bonobo monkeys do in the wild. <laughs> Watch as I enter your child. <laughs> The is an old man. Did you know that David Attenborough, who was now 95 years old, yes. once helped to solve a murder? In 2007, the BBC reported that a skull which had been dug up in uh, David Attenborough's garden in West London belonged to a murder victim from 1879. The case coined the Barnes Mystery. Widow Julia Martha Thomas was murdered by her maid, Kate Webster, in the 19th century, but her head was never found. That is, until builders discovered the skull in Richmond in 2011. Carbon dating and historical records help the coroner rule out the skull did in fact belong to Julia Martha Thomas. Case closed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My nipples are rock hard. Ooh, that's an interesting one. David Attenborough is probably the most travelled human in history besides astronauts. They had to throw the besides astronauts in there, didn't they? Just the well, yeah, shit all over him. Fuck astronauts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's flat. We live in a dome. What? Wait, what? <laughs> you shouldn't be right now, yeah, Yes, of course I am. Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> At the start of his TV career, David Attenborough uh, uh, was travelling the places most of us could only dream of. Attenborough? <laughs> Over his lifetime, he's ticked off every continent in the world and racked up some serious air miles. His his first foreign assignment was in Sierra Leone in 1956 for the TV series ZooQuest. Zoo and for his 1998 series Life of Birds Alone, he travelled more than 256,000 miles by plane, according to Eden TV. The only other person considered to have travelled further than Sir David Attenborough are astronauts, although Sir David Attenborough did once express his interest in travelling to the moon. That would be cool as fuck, wouldn't it? Not a very interesting he documentary. Said, he said he'd only want to do it if it could be done in an hour, but I don't think he'd survive. No. He would get torn apart like a soggy digestive if he went <laughs> into space. <laughs> soggy digestive. He would. He would. It is therefore not surprising that he is considered the most travelled man and TV broadcaster on Earth. Uh, uh, when it when he's been crossing continents since 1979, what we wouldn't give us from stamps on his passport. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. having a look at that? Well, let's have a look at your dick, Dave. Yeah, I bet it's. I bet it's. There's no. He screams big dick energy there, man. <laughs> he's got nah, a piece on him. Got to be a little. Did you know it was like they used to say Charles Darwin ate a part of every animal they have ever done. David yes. Attenborough, I have heard on the grapevine, has fucked every, every animal, single animal. <laughs> that he has ever come across. 
Oh, or he's come across every yeah. animal he's ever come across. <laughs> I've wiped out entire lines of butterfly. She's now endangered. Ah. <laughs> Relieved, I will skulk away. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling shame, I retreat to my tent. By the time I'm there, I'm getting the urge to masturbate again. <laughs> it's a new breed of kumquat. <laughs> Quickly, fetch me a bonobo. Will it fit inside me? <laughs> I'm not really sure what voice we're doing. <laughs> it's definitely not David Edinburgh. It'll turn into Alan Rickman. They all turn into Alan Rickman. <laughs> Eventually we'll get there. Several species have been named after David Edinburgh. Mr. Potter. The Piosaurus adibonorus cabiambari, a sea creature which is alive around the same time as dinosaurs. The Electrotixis adumbohori, a grasshopper species which was found preserved as a fossil in the Caribbean or the Caribbean, depending on which way you say it. Caribbean. The Zaglosus adumbori, also known as the long-beaked echinida. This animal can be found in Papua New Guinea and is somewhat resembles a hedgehog. The Eucalyptia atenbori, a very rare species of butterfly which lives in the rainforests of Brazil and Colombia. Sir David is said to be very fond of butterflies, which is why he jizzes on the back of every species he finds, which is why he has one named after him. What a web we weave. The Trigonoptius atenbori. <laughs> a flightless weevil, a type of insect which can be found in Indonesia. That's def if like if reincarnation is true, that's definitely what I'm coming back as. <laughs> a a flightless, flightless weevil. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and then finally, the Master Piscis atenbori, an ancient fish whose fossil has been discovered in Western Australia. If David Attenborough said he could be one animal, he said he would like to be a sloth. That, yes, I completely agree with well, that. Well, you only have to poop every two weeks. And it is a They're just amazing though, aren't they? They are very good. Ah. <laughs> flash, flash, ah. hundred yard ah. dash. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Uh, he is actually afraid of rats. Oh, probably seen lots of those. Uh, and he's actually been filmed uh, communicating with wolves. He can do an impression. Uh, and I would play it, but it'll stop the recording. I was lucky I didn't press that. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> that doesn't even look like him. Well, there. Mm. He doesn't have a driving license. <laughs> Why would you need Despite one, serving though? in the Royal Navy for two years when he was younger and seeing some of the world's most extraordinary sights, that's David Attenborough never actually got around to passing his driving test. <laughs> one can only assume that they don't really need a driving no, license no, to well, join the Navy. Well, when he's clear, and when he's clearly a multi-millionaire, he's probably just got a driver. The, yeah, exactly. The studio or whatever is, whatever, will just drive him around, won't they? Mm. He was a thrifty he child. He was a thrifty child who had a unique way to make money. At the age of 11, Sir David Edinburgh made his pocket money by selling newts for three pence each. They only came from the pond located five metres outside the zoology department. Amazing. He never watches his own programmes. That's something I wouldn't be able to do either. I hate hearing and watching myself back. I find it very hard. <laughs> I just can't get rid of my erection afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what it is, I'm afraid. Uh, <clears throat> 
Uh, and then uh, that is all of the David Edinburgh, but uh, I've had a good birthday, Dave. Love you. I know you're listening. Uh, and then on the 9th in 1949, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Oh, I'm only mentioning because I really wanted to put some Billy Joel on. What is your favourite Billy Joel song? <sighs> Uptown Girls up there. But there's, there's too many to pick from, isn't there, to be completely honest. Luke, do you have a favourite? I like this one. It's, it's, uh... What are you going for? What is it? I like She's Always a Woman, I like Piano Man. Yeah. Uptown Girl as well. But, but this is going to take us into our break. We're going to play a couple of little uh, facts and then I'm going to take a little break so I can pee. I have to pee. I have to pee. I need to make a to And then we'll get on to some history facts, things that happened uh, over that the last week. That is not a week. flattering that shot. Is in there, is it? it looks like Penfold from Danger Mouse. It, it genuinely does. <laughs> if he was having a seizure. Uh, oh, no. Did you know he trained as a boxer? As a did teenager, he? young Billy had a small frame, so he decided to learn how to defend himself. And he chose to learn boxing and was actually quite good. Uh, he stopped after his his 24th match. He was quite famous in the amateur golden glove circuit before eventually dropping out from the boxing circuit. He was a high school dropout. <laughs> uh, he had suffered with depression. He no longer has a bone in his thumb. In 1982, what? while joyriding his motorcycle, he suffered a mild accident where he was badly injured and left his left left him injured his left thumb. Until date, he has no bone in there. What the Thankfully, fuck? he is right-handed. Although he says that he believes that those who play piano with their left hand are better gifted. No bone. Oh, you could do some great. Oh, no, does he have like something in there instead? Oh, a bit of lump of oh, like Harry something? Potter's arm when he when oh, he debones yeah. it. It would be though. Wouldn't I? I'd imagine it would hurt like fuck to even touch, wouldn't it? Oh, I don't know. I'd have it inside. I'd be sucking it like a worm. Oh, oh, I suppose if there's no bone in it, they, they I'd keep it perfectly moisturised and I just go up to people and wipe it over their face. Just this oh, limp I'd, fucking boneless. Put it forward to shake people's hands. Can you imagine if you went like that and he just went? Or <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't want to do a job or saying, oh, excuse me, I, I slipped on the way in. Can you call me an ambulance? <laughs> it's okay, I'll drive. Uh, 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 he's had uh, multiple doctorates and awards. Care about that. Yeah. All his religious views. I gradually decided that just because I didn't have or couldn't find the ultimate answer didn't mean I wasn't going to buy the religious fairy tale. As an atheist, you have to rationalise things. So he's an atheist. Okay. I'm unoriginal, Billford. Yeah. Just when I thought you were cool, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, right, I'm just going to work the pauses, so we'll be back, uh, well, it'll seem like a second to you. This would be where I'd insert adverts if we had any, but I don't, so buy Weedabix. Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the musical, it's not any Murphy. No! <laughs> God damn it! You fucking turn this off now. Do you know, <laughs> fucking Richard Blackwood over here. That is who it is. It's Richard Blackwood. It's Richard Blackwood. I thought you were being racist again. Uh, what, what? What? I was about to say we've turned the mics back on, Jimmy. You know. <laughs> oh shit! You missed a chance. <laughs> we'll put this one on because this is from Shrek 2, and I only put a Shrek song on because on the 28th in 2004, Shrek the Sheep. 
He yet was shorn for the first time in six years after evading farmers for That's six amazing. years. When they finally shaved him, his coat weighed 27 kilograms. That's amazing. 60 pounds. Yeah. That's insane. It's also like two and a half stone. Yeah. A Jesus. lot of fucking weight to be carrying it around is. on your back. <laughs> uh, where am I? Uh, and then on the 29th, in 1864, the Battle of Gate Par, uh, when 1,700 British troops suffer the worst loss of the New Zealand wars in a humiliating defeat at the hands of 230 entrenched Maori warriors. Mm. That's absolutely amazing. Well, yeah. Uh, it was actually a six-month-long conflict in the New Zealand Bay of Plenty in uh, early 1864. It was part of the New Zealand Wars where they fought over issues of land ownership and sovereignty. Sovereignty. Uh, they suffered a humiliating defeat with 31 killed and 80 wounded despite vastly outnumbering the Maori foe. They did save face seven weeks later by routing their enemy in the Battle of Tiranga in which more than 80 Maori were killed or fatally wounded, including their... Commander Rowari Pukiari. Wow, that was a hard Puhiraki. one. Where is it? Where am I looking? Puhiraki. Puhiraki? Puhirak. 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 Oh, it's got the Puhirak. Oh, I have no idea. It's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even feel formed a in proper nine... word there, do I? <laughs> On the twenty uh, on the twenty ninth, uh, in nineteen fifty two, the first ever TV advert for a toy was out. That's what amazing. What toy was it for? Yeah, GI Joe's a pretty good guess. I don't know though. I reckon it's going to be something really shit, isn't it? Like a frisbee or something like that. No. 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 Go on then. It was. A Mr. Potato Head. Uh, yes, a Mr. Potato Head got its own advert, which is amazing. It'd be amazing if it was like Log from uh, Ren and Stimpy. You know the advert for that one, like the really oldie advert? Yes. Log from Lamar. Rolls of tears, goes over in pairs, over your neighbor's dog. I was waiting for you to start. Just take it back and take it for a second. It's log, log, log. It's log, it's log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's log, it's log. It's better than bad, it's good. You're going to love it. Log, log from Blamor. <laughs> that was how we were children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it goes Don't whiz on the electric fence. Ah, <laughs> oh, Ren and Stimpy is so underrated. Yeah. So underrated. Oh, I don't think it is. I think it's uh, it's just a generational thing now. Well, it? yeah, they did try bringing it back. Didn't they? Animaniacs did they? is back. Yeah. Well, they tried bringing Ren and Stimpy back. They brought it back as an adult version. They brought it back again a few years ago. Animaniacs is back and it looks as good as ever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What channel is it going to be on? I don't know. I don't know over here. It's out in America. You can just watch it online, though. Yeah. I think you can probably get it on like Hulu or something, which we don't have here. No. So, no it's on one of those. Uh, but in 1888 on the 29th, did you know the Mora Dabad hailstorm happened in which hailstones the size of oranges killed oh. 246 people and 1,600 sheep and cattle in Uttar Pradesh? Uttar Pradesh. Yes. I'm guessing India somewhere, because it's Muradabad. <laughs> yeah. So it would be the Middle East somewhere. Muradabad. I don't know exactly where. 
<laughs> I don't know the name, but it's written really in front of me, but I couldn't tell you where that is. Uh, and the next section comes from the fantastic Luby Lou, who done some research for oh, us. So thank you so, so much. It really was a massive, massive help, uh, considering the fact that I have so, so little time. <laughs> <laughs> so little time. So what, what Luby did was she uh, she did the Chernobyl disaster on the 26th yeah. of April, 1986. Nice. I, I've had a breeze through this, but I'm just going to cold read it. Because <clears throat> I thought... Uh, Save me some time there, Professor. Sky Go. <laughs> Great series. <laughs> it is, actually. The guy who was in that is uh, died recently. You know, the Which guy? guy? The, the, the main, one of the main ones who uh, ended up... He was in... Friday Night Dinner or Friday Night Takeaway, whatever it's called, the British comedy. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Will from In Between Us. Yeah. He, the dad oh, from that. Which one was that? British actor. He was in like 50. Oh, shit. Yes, I know. Yes. Yeah. Died yeah. recently. Oh, Just, sad. Well, yeah, I don't know. I said that didn't mean to bring this down, but uh, there yeah. we go. <laughs> I'm good at that. Just going to get out of the back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to read this through. The Chernobyl. 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 <laughs> Chernobyl disaster was a nuclear accident that occurred on Saturday the 26th of April 1986 at the number four reactor in Chernobyl nuclear plant near the city of Piryat in North Ukraine, SSR, in the Soviet Union. It is considered to be the worst nuclear disaster in history, both in terms of financial cost and casualties. There are only two nuclear energy accidents rated at seven, the maximum severity on the international nuclear event scale, the other being the 2011 Fukushima Daikachi nuclear disaster in Japan. The initial emergency response, together with the later decontamination of the environment, in ultimately involved more than 500,000 personal personnel and cost an estimated 18 billion Soviet rubles, which is approximately 68 billion US in 2019. That's insane. That is, because it's there's a dome over it. They put, a, yeah. they put a dome over it, and now it's like some weird, crazy nature reserve. Nature's going crazy there. Mm. There's loads of stuff growing there and there, but obviously it's still... Yeah, but you think people just had to leave, didn't they? You think, like, they ran. It's like a ghost town. You can still visit it, but yeah, it's very, but people very left dangerous. all their stuff and that, didn't they? Mm. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, you get, you've got raiders and shit that went in there and got stuff, and then obviously a lot of them probably got leukemia. <laughs> Oh, it's it's it like is. in the series, isn't it? The people watching it from the bridge, they're all like, oh, yeah, come out here, bring your baby out here, and look I at know, this. I know. And they all oh, fucking oh, oh, oh. died. <laughs> Terrible. When the accident started during a safety test on the RBMK-type nuclear reactor, the test was a simulation of an electrical power outage to help create a safety procedure for the maintaining reactor cooling water circulation until the backup electrical generators could provide power. Three tests had been conducted in, since 1982, but they had failed to provide the solution. On this fourth attempt, the unexpected 10-hour delay meant the unprepared operating shift was on duty. During the planned decrease of the reactor power in preparation for the electrical test, the power unexpectedly dropped to near zero level. The operators were, unable, were able to only partially restore the specified test power which put the reactor into an unstable condition. This risk was not made evident in the operating instructions, so the operators proceeded with the electrical test. Upon the completion, the operators triggered the reactor shutdown, but a combination of unstable conditions and reactor design flaws caused an uncontrolled nuclear chain reaction instead. Mm. 
Because obviously that's always fun when something goes wrong with nuclear power. It's the it's the people that had to do like all the clean up, but not so oh, much clean up and that. And the, the first responders. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, like, the, the builders and things they roped into doing it, and they're doing it knowing that like yeah, we'll probably be dead in five. We're not going to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Crazy, isn't they, it? They worked naked as well, didn't they? That was true, apparently. Yes, yeah, because yeah. they didn't want to stick to the clothes. But it was too hot, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the, the temperature, yeah. Sort of thing. Oh, crazy. Oh, can you imagine? It's crazy. Strutting around naked. Trying to get a super penis from the radiation. <laughs> it's funny because there was like the main in the series, wasn't it? The main miner. Mm. He's um like the tough guy almost, and then you see him when he's strutting around naked. He's so confident. He's got the tiniest little fucking it love. It was him. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I was tiny. Oh, well, I've been so deflated now. <laughs> I look it too. <laughs> oh, it's not big enough to be deflated. You know when you pop a yeah. It's like the balloon before you've even stretched it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopper balloon dog. A large amount of energy was suddenly released and two explosions ruptured the reactor core and destroyed the reactor building. One was highly destructive stream explosion from vaporizing superheated cooling water. The other explosion could have been another stream explosion or a small nuclear explosion. Similar to a nuclear fizzle. This was immediately followed by an open-air reactor core fire that released considerable airborne radioactive contamination for about nine days. The, oh, Jesus Christ, nine days. <laughs> that precipitated onto parts of the USSR and West Europe, especially Belarus, 16 kilometers away, where around 70% landed, where bef before being finally contained on May the 4th, 1986. The fire gradually released about the same amount of contaminations in the initial explosion as a result of the rising ambient radiation levels of site. A 10-kilometer radius exclusion zone was created 36 hours after the accident. About 49,000 people were evacuated from the area, primarily from pre... Priapat. Priapat? Priapat. 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 The exclusion zone was later increased to 30 kilometers when a further 68,000 people were evacuated from the wider area. The re reactor explosion killed two of the radiator operating staff. A massive emergency operation to put the fire stabilizer reactor and clean up the self ejected nuclear core began. In the disaster the imme and immediate response, 134 station staff and firemen were hospitalized with acute radiation syndrome due to absorbing high doses of iodized radiation. Of these, 134, 28 died in the days to months afterwards and approximately four suspected radiation-induced cancer deaths followed within the next 10 years. Significant cleanup operations were taken into the exclusion zone and to deal with the local fallout, an exclusion zone was made Permanent. 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 No coming back here. <laughs> Among the wider population, an excess of 15 childhood thyroid cancer deaths were documented as of 2011. The United Nations Scientific Committee of the Effects of Atomic Radiation has a 
<clears throat> and multiple times re re reviewed all published research on the incident and found that at present fewer than 100 documented deaths are likely to be attributed to increased exposure to radiation, determining that the total eventual number of exposure-related deaths is uncertain based on the linear no-threshold model, a contested statistical model which has also been used in estimates of low level radon and air pollution exposure. Model predictions with the greatest confidence values of eventual total death toll of the decades ahead from Chernobyl release vary from 4,000 fatalities when solely assisting the three most contaminated former Soviet states to around 9,000 to 16,000 fatalities when assessing the total continent of Europe. God damn. So from four to 16,000 Obviously, it's going to vary wildly. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're going to make it try and seem as possible. But yeah, the amount of this blowing everywhere. There was uh, well, there's pictures of hideous birth defects. Yeah, it's really fucking sad, really. Yeah. It is. It is crazy. All from a, just a just a little nuclear meltdown. Wow, all from just someone fucking up an electric test. Come on, guys! They did put a big metal cap over it. <laughs> Like a giant pog. Threw a load of sticks around it that I didn't see. To reduce the spread of radioactive contamination from the wreckage and protect it from weathering, the protective Chernobyl nuclear plant sarcophagus was built in December of 1986. It also provided radiological protection for the crews of the undamaged reactors at the site, which continued operating due to the continued deterioration of the sarcophagus. It was further enclosed in 2017 by the Chernobyl new safe contaminant, a larger enclosure that allowed it the removal of both the sarcophagus and the reactor debris while containing the radioact the radioactive hazard. Nuclear cleanup is scheduled for completion in twenty sixty five and it is believed that Chernobyl will remain highly radioactive for twenty thousand years. That's amazing when you think of it. Well not obviously amazing, but it's cool as Sick fuck, yeah. Yeah it is. Wonder Couldn't what they do, maybe they're open a nightclub or something like that. <laughs> I just went completely silent. Well, I, was, I thought you were talking so long. I haven't slipped on my drink now. No, you thought you were safe, didn't you, doctor? <laughs> just clam it right up. Clam it up. You clam me. Uh, I don't know what dewy means still. <laughs> well, dewy means like when you get the top yeah, of the Yeah, no, that's what I mean. But... So I'm imagining... Just, so what? A little damp. Maybe she put his hands just down his pants and it was a little, little damp. Mm -hmm. Like often if you, well, at any time throughout the day, if you put your hand down my pants, <laughs> I'm going to be a little dewy. you got a little dog nose. <laughs> <laughs> got a little budgie's tongue down there. Let's go to another one from Luby Lou. On the 27th in 1865, Sultana was a Mississippi Riverside wheel steamboat which exploded on the 27th in 1865, killing 1,168 people in the worst maritime disaster in U.S. history. The Sultan was constructed of wood in 1863 by John Litherbury Boatyard in Cincinnati, and she was intended for the lower... Mississippi cotton trade. The steamer registered 1,719 tons and normally carried a crew of 85. For two years she ran a regular route between St. Louis and New Orleans, where she was frequently commissioned to carry troops. Although designed to carry a capacity of only 376 passengers, she was carrying no. 2,137 
when the three of the boat's four boilers exploded and she well, burned in the waterline and sank near Memphis, Tennessee. However, the disaster was overshadowed in the present events by the surrounding end of the American Civil War, including the killing of the President Lincoln's assassin, John Wilkes Booth, just the day before. And no one was ever held accountable for the tragedy. No. I like those ones. Yeah. It's like a mystery wrapped in an enigma. No. <sighs> Pancakes, bacon, wrapped in. Uh, right, and then we're going to move on. Luby, honestly, thank you so much for that. That was a massive, yeah, massive. There were some good ones there in there. Was, oh, some great they? ones. I, yeah, I enjoyed the Chernobyl talk. I do enjoy that. It's one of my my favourite disasters. <laughs> when people my all time favourite disaster. It's one of my favourite disasters. You know. Paul's already asked if he can come in and talk about the Titanic. Yeah, of course. That'd be great. <laughs> Get him in. So he'll be here next in. week. <laughs> Uh, now we're going to move now to some uh, some that I did literally when I got home after work today at five o'clock, and we started this at just after seven. So <laughs> do not expect so, much of this. Expect what you will from this. Uh, <laughs> this was the greatest show ever. <laughs> All uh, those wasted hours. <laughs> <laughs> so on the first in 1939, Batman first appeared in Detective Comics number 27. Ooh. That's DC for anyone who doesn't know. What? Mind blown. (laughs) (laughs) On the first in 1994, Ayrton Senna died in an F1 race. I actually remember watching that live. I was sat in my granddad's playroom. Yeah. And uh, that just I can't help it. I did like oh, I knew. Granddad's play. Oh no! <laughs> we just finished playing, making one of our special movies, and uh, we watched some. He F1. just finished getting me pink belly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just on my boom boom rather than my tum tum. It was weird. He never used his hands. <laughs> I was tied up and looking at the floor, so I was never sure what it was. I think it was the end of a bat or something. <laughs> it was. It was very dewy. <laughs> And that's Dewey with a D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> and the second in two thousand. We'll put this out. In 2011, on the 7th, Osama bin Laden, the suspected uh, mastermind behind 9-11, was killed by Navy SEALs. This SEAL Team 6. Oh, Well, they had an idea where he was, and it took them 10 years. Yeah. If you know if you've ever seen Zero Dark Thirty, if you haven't watched it, it's a pretty mm-hmm. good... Uh, well, it's good, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, watch it. It's a good story of what happened. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, the way they done it, because a lot of people think that they were recording in there, they were live feed when he was in there, they couldn't. Yeah. And you saw it when it landed, the SEAL team were alone in there, and they had to say Geronimo once they found him. that They found him and killed him. And uh, one of them thought he'd seen Osama's brother, and uh, they were all hiding, so the Navy SEAL was going, Ubat, or whatever his name was, yeah. called his name, and as the man poked his head around the door, Dum! Uh-huh. shot him in the head and killed him. And, no. yeah, and then they went through and, uh, and found Osama there, and obviously killed him and then we started shouting Geronimo and that was when you saw the president and everyone because that was the word for we found him and killed him why did they kill why did they kill him if they could get to him like that surely oh, they'd no, be they, they, they better get, to get, take him no they had, they had um, AK-47s and all kinds so, of stuff yeah, so they would have had to kill yeah, him there's no yeah. way they were going to go quietly yeah fair enough it was a heavily armoured compound it was going to be uh I think they well. Awesome. I think they. I, 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 I'm not going to pretend for a second that I don't think they went in there with the uh, intention of coming out of here with. The yeah, plane. yeah. <laughs> 
Arsenal season ticket holder, wasn't he? He, well, he loved it, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? Fair play to him. Ah, I'm watching mm. you, buddy. <laughs> Ginger station. <laughs> Uh, on the 2nd in 2008, the first ever MCU film is released. Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> and uh, I actually really like that when that it's, first came out. Still holds up pretty fantastic. well. Yeah, still holds up pretty well. The kids still watch them regularly. Yes. Uh, it's one of them that I was like, oh, no, I don't want to watch that one. It's, like, it's just never like your top one until you start until watching it. Until you start watching it, you're like, oh, shit, this oh, is really fucking good. amazing. Yeah. And then in 2016, on the second, Leicester City win the Premier League at 5,000 to 1 odds. Someone actually put that yeah, on. Yes, there was so many. Yeah. Leicester put a pound on them every year, a tenner on them every year. Yeah, yeah. And he won 50,000. <laughs> Crazy. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, on the second in 2018, a study finds that plants talk to each other through their roots and soil. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, what they can do is, uh, if they're getting eaten by, say, deer, some plants can change their... F- flavor profile yeah. so well they will communicate with each other and sort of go oh shit we're getting eaten so they'll make themselves take bitter so Tur- they won't put the coffee one out everyone <laughs> fucking hates the coffee one <laughs> it's actually my favorite rebel no yeah I know it's that controversial we might lose some fucking lose some listeners but co- yeah the coffee the Maltese and the caramel no oh my god I hate the caramel are you serious yeah I like the orange one it's I like the, the coffee one it's like the toffee penny I hate it yeah I hate the toffee penny too is this the end of Prof Pot we'd be the perfect pairing for to share a tub, tub of quality street yeah, apart from we'd both we'd be violently ill yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the tub <laughs> I got the sink just let me use the end of the toothbrush to poke it down I said I'd take the tub so the toilet was free asshole <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cleaning that. <laughs> so you went in the sink. <laughs> Did you move the plates? At least tell me you moved the plates. I was talking about the kitchen sink. <laughs> More squeegees in there. <laughs> More mom's in there. Cookie dinner. <laughs> Kimberly, get the fuck out. <laughs> uh... Oh, did you know on the 2nd in 1998, the Battle of Hogwarts? It's actually the date for the fictional Battle of Hogwarts that ends the Harry Potter series. I won't spoil her alert. What? <laughs> I won't spoil her. What happens at the end of Harry Potter? What happens? I'm not going to tell you. No, I desperately it. need to no, know. You should, you should if you haven't watched the Harry Potter series. They are very good. Yes, yes. Very good. Very good. Sorry? Yeah. What with Harry? Finally. I oh, know there is a pretty aggressive sex scene. <laughs> it's more of a rape scene. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, sorry again. Uh, and on the third in 1945, German ship Cap Arconia is full of prisoners and is sank by the Royal Air Force in the East Sea. Five thousand eight hundred are killed. Convicts. <laughs> oh, okay, don't worry. Don't worry. I was going to tell you what happened, but it doesn't matter. What? what? Oh, no, we're no right. I must know. No. <laughs> On May the 3rd, 1945, just days after Hitler. Hitler, I'm sure I've heard that. Mm. Let's carry on. Hitler committed suicide, and four days before Germany surrendered, the Cap Arconia was attacked by Talker Typhoon Mark 1 
B fighter bombers. The typhoons were from the 83 Group of Second Tactical Air Force and attacked the Capaconia as part of the operations against all Germans shipping in the Baltic. The British attack considered of the consisted of the number 184 squadron, number 263 squadron, because this is relevant, and one number 197 squadron, <laughs> and the 198 squadron. Yes, yes. The attack was grimly successful and caused the ship to burn extensively and later capsize. Those oh. inmates who weren't killed immediately in the initial attack were gunned down by SS guards on board or by the RAF pilots who were under orders to strafe survivors in the water. <laughs> Tragically, Fucking the British hell. pilots that attacked the Cap Arconia had no way of knowing that the ship was filled with innocent victims or that later British units would oh, enter Nilgestorf itself. Amongst all this carnage, only 350 of the 4,500 inmates survived the sinking and in its aftermath nearly 490 of the 600 Germans on board survived what the fuck oh <laughs> like all those lost at sea by those who died with the Capaconia rest in peace yes. basically we just killed our own yeah. people uh, and didn't kill, kill only it. 110 of the Germans yeah. died and we killed 3000 but we sunk a big ship we <laughs> They can't use that anymore. Yeah. Ah, no ship. Oh, oh it was this ship they seized from the British. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, in uh, on the third in nineteen seventy-eight, the first bulk commercial email was ever sent. The first ever spam uh, in nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, no. crazy. Yep. What? Oh, that's crazy, isn't it? Crazy. <laughs> and then May the fourth. Oh. May, May the 4th be with you. Yes, yes, it commemorates the day that uh, something Yoga happened in killed something. Jesus and saved us all from yeah. the Jews. Um, and then in... Railed <laughs> Mickey Mouse afterwards. <laughs> Just because he could. And on the 4th, in 1471, the Battle of Tewkesbury, Gloucestershire. Tewkesbury. Yes. Uh, it was the final battle between the houses of Lancaster and York. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, the Battle of Tewkesbury took place uh, was one of the decisive battles of the War of the Roses in England. The forces loyal to the House of Lancaster were completely defeated by those of the rival House, the Yorks. I mean the Starks. I mean the Yorks. Under Which their, one's dead? <laughs> under their monarch, King Edward IV, the Lancastrian heir to the throne, Edward, Prince of Wales, and many prominent Lancastrian nobles were killed during the battle or executed. The Lancastrian king, Henry VI of England, who was a prisoner in the Tower of London, died or was murdered shortly after the battle. Dukes mm. restored political stability to England until the death of King Edward IV in 1483. Chooksbury. Dun, dun, dun. What a great word to say that is. The Marquis of Chooksbury. Chooksbury. Chooks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I was just going to read whether any of this was worth reading out, but I don't think Lancastrian I'm going to positions. So that can go. Right, so let's carry on with this. On the 4th in 2008, you know that Seth MacFarlane reaches an agreement for $100 million to keep Family Guy and American Dad on Fox until 2012, making him the highest paid TV writer. So for four years of Family Guy and American Dad to keep it on Fox, he got $100 million. 
No wonder you don't want to do it anymore. And we're doing this for free. Yeah. And you're getting this for free. <laughs> huh? Give me a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I want a hundred million dollars. I don't know why he's done this. I'm a bang. Maybe you're all homosexual. <laughs> Scowy. Oh, on the 4th in 1893, cowboy Bill Pickett invents bulldogging. And not when you stick your dick in holes between your legs so they hang out the back. Oh, no. It's the skill of grabbing cattle by the horns and wrestling them to the ground. Mm. I mean, it sounds about as much fun. As actual bulldogging. As actual bulldogging. <laughs> <laughs> on the 5th... Uh, Oh, I can't, I didn't write down the year, it was in the 90s. After 66 days on hunger strike, 26-year-old provisional IRA member and British MP Bobby Sands dies in May's prison. Nine more hunger strikers die in the next three months. All IRA, all, all well, young Irish men in British prison, in English prison. Yeah. Hunger, that is, that is brutal, insane. Eh? Yeah. Insane to kill yourself by not eating. How it's, big, it's, it's so it's crazy, isn't it? Honestly, it, you could not, this not. sounds like bullshit, and I promise you, it end, you can ask ask my wife. You <laughs> no, I fuck, when I don't eat much because I have bouts of not really fancy yeah, eating. Yeah. I I get up in the night and I have absolutely no recollection. I'll of eat doing stuff. It. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. Lo- yeah, I sleepy. My missus, no, she talked to me though, and apparently I'll be. All oh, like, oh, oh, I've yeah, never seen right, anyone. Yeah. I've just come down in the morning and I've got up and made food. And yeah, not she's often the case. I get a text message at work saying like, "Do you rem- do you remember what you said last night?" <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> I ever get really. I've angry. already paid my bag. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> How long have you loved him? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> she says um, it regularly, doesn't she? She even fucking says it in front of you. <laughs> you leave me one day for you. One day it's coming, buddy. It won't be long. <laughs> <laughs> On the 6th in 1937, German airship the Hindenburg explodes in uh, at Lakehurst in New Jersey, killing 35 of the 97 on board. Hindenburg. Yeah, it was. There was many. <clears throat> Who would have thought to guess? There was no conspiracies about it, wasn't there? No one knew actually how it occurred. Sorry. The German passenger airship, the LZ129 Hindenburg, uh, uh, oh, oh. caught fire and destroyed. Uh, was destroyed during an attempt to dock with its mooring mast at Naval Air Station Lakehurst. Um, an additional, uh, there was an additional fatality on the ground as well as the 36 passengers and 61 crew. Oh no, sorry, the 13 passengers and 22 crew one who died. The disaster was the subject of newsreel coverage, photographs, and Herbert Morrison's recorded radio eyewitness reports from the landing field. All the humanity! That's where that <laughs> came from. <laughs> Which will broadcast the next day. A variety of hypotheses have been put forward for both the cause of the ignition of the initial fuel. Um, engulfing the fire there was loads of different ones but they actually 73 years later found out that it was actually um, a static electricity yeah. shock that caused it and it just sparked up and well we all saw it happen people jumping out of it people falling out of it some poor guy held the rope on the floor and he got killed <laughs> that was the guy that died on the ground he tried to grab the rope off out of it and put it down I don't know what he was doing but it what and it just fucking fell on him I think or oh it fell on him something he died <laughs> or he got pulled out of it yeah what an idiot I was going to say I could get it if it's like he grabbed hold of it and it fucking like ripped his arms off or something <laughs> 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 well, I got you, I got you! <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> uh, oh, on 
2004 TV sitcom Friends airs its season, season 10 finale and the end of the show. No, for now. 52.2 million viewers in the US alone. God damn. I remember watching it. I watched it live. Well, not yeah. live. I wasn't there, but you know what I mean. I yes, watched yeah. it when it aired. I was actually there. I was there. I was there live taping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taping my balls to my leg. Jennifer. <laughs> 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 On the 7th of 2012, paleoclimatological research claims dinosaur flatulence may have actually warmed the earth. Please let that be true. That's fucking Well, it's actually a scientific paper. Scientific. Scientific. It's one of them I managed to pronounce paleontoclimatic. I did it the first time, and you all fucking heard me. I'm not going back. You heard it the first time, and then I messed up an easy word. I was completely underwhelmed. I'm so annoyed with myself. Number 8 in 1945, VE Day, as World War II ends in Europe after Germany signed unconditional surrender. Looking out, you just oh, so we stopped. Turn around, he's just walking on, isn't it? <laughs> just throwing a lazy bird up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> but that is, uh, and uh, what was he say, 16 years old? That is absolutely amazing. You were two, two years older than Liam. That's insane. And he died. Actually, he actually died at only 37. Oh. Uh, and he had, uh, after chronic heart failure. So at least he did something Ooh. cool. Uh, and I, oh, at the age of 18, he was actually charged with attempted murder after being accused of stabbing another teenager in a dispute over a, dis- dis- a dice game. As a result, the probation he has received for the commemorating so- 
that for commandeering the subway train was extended. Subsequently, Thomas became an an electrician rather than a subway motorman because he proved a bigger income. Later in life, he owned a trucking company. Yeah. Well, that sounds like one hell of a life. Well, yes, the short Cut life. short at 37. Only a year older than us. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> On the 9th in 1386, the Treaty of Windsor between England and Portugal is instigated. It is the oldest diplomatic alliance in the world that is still in force. That's amazing. That is amazing. Come on. That is truly amazing. It's just to piss off the Spanish. Yeah. Oh, and on the 9th in 1914, US President Woodrow Wilson proclaims Mother's Day. So happy happy Mother's Day to all the uh, American mothers that might be listening to this. And the English ones too, because... You all deserve to know. No, you don't count. <laughs> 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 Hope you had a terrible day. Yeah, yeah. But for British Mother's Day, assholes. <laughs> it's been. It's gone. What? Did you miss it? Oh, oh Jesus. no. No one said anything. That's even so worse. Father's Day is coming up on the 20th of June, Jim. Nah, I'll never do anything for that. I don't have a dad, so thanks for running. No, I'll make, I'll make a point of not letting the kids do anything. I'm just going to talk over you. Your attempt to make me feel awkward. <laughs> It's working! But yeah, I boy wouldn't do much. I don't do No, in fairness, I like to go out and do something. I don't I don't like presents and stuff. I get a bit awkward opening presents, but I like to uh Is that my phone? No, do you want to I have two there. Never mind. Well, I'll ring it in a sec. We're nearly done here, look. did you know on the tenth in nineteen ten Haley's comet makes its closest ever pass to Earth? That's amazing. And then in 19... Oh, what's See, happening? Stop the batteries again! <laughs> it sounds like a fucking hedgehog tank in distress. Some kind of fucking like small it's to medium-sized rodent. The batteries have gone. Uh, I'm going to take them out of there in case they leak in there. Do it one more time. Snuffling. You what? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, 1969, the Turtles, a band, perform at the White House. The frontman, Mark Volman, is so high that he falls off stage five times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like any number of our long walks, though, isn't it? <laughs> All right, down. <laughs> I'm just surprised that, like, I, I haven't had a bad fall yet. Neither of you two, really, though, have you? No, like, not a bad fall. You've had, you've had a hilarious fall, but not a bad fall. I've seen Luke go down pretty hard a few times. <laughs> 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 he was walking across the road, running across the road, yeah. and he hit the curb in the dark and literally took air. Took flight for took a second. Took air. It was literally... <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I'd have loved to have seen that. <laughs> oh, it was worth watching. It was, it was truly one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> he lost his trousers. Uh, uh, right, well that's uh, that's a podcast, folks. I'm going to stick a little. Instead of doing all the stupid shit that I do at the start of the other ones, I'm just going to stick a little bit at the start before the podcast actually starts. It says all the shit that I need to say. Yeah. Apart from that, thank you for everyone for sticking with us. Whoa, 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 whoa! What have I missed out? What are we going for this week? What's going to be the name? Oh, what is the name of this one? 
What did we have last week? Uh, last week was Dick Week. Well, not last week. We missed last week. Apologies for that. That we're, we're gonna. This Monday's the day we need to do it on a Monday. Yeah. If we don't do it Monday, it doesn't get done. So well, we, we need ten jobs for Jesus. Yeah, ten jobs for Jesus. I'll come in. I'll, I'll have to think about what did we say. What was the biggest laughing point in this one? I don't know. You dick. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you. I, I thought it was a fair game question. No, we can't keep making dick ones. Luke, what what, what did we say? Come on, you can name this one. Oh, right. Okay. Playing bingo, sorry. Playing bingo. Sorry, playing bingo. There you go. This is going to be called Sorry, Playing Bingo, you fucking dick. <laughs> Look what you did, man. Yeah, you pissed me right off. Playing bingo, sorry. Playing bingo with Lou B. Lou. Playing bingo, sorry. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for everyone who's... Uh, you son of a bitch. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to make it my mission to not miss any more weeks, even if I just come on here and babble incoherently for 20 minutes. I'm not going to miss another week. Um, I'm going to try and keep them about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes every week. This was a little longer because it was kind of a double week. It would have been close to two hours, but I didn't lose two pages of rude names when I wrote down in the van. But if I find them, I'll add them to next week's. Um... Uh, well, that's it. I love nah. you all. You're all amazing. Uh, Mr. Jim, I love you. Luke, no. I fucking hate you. Yeah. I'm playing bingo instead of listening. So, you're not here next you week. You did give I'm us a name. replace you with like a dog. <laughs> small, small yappy dog. Some oh, kind of chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to say, Jim? Sign us off? Uh, to the people, little nips. I mean, oh, no, there come you on, go. Darling, and I'll see you, little nips, next week. I promise we'll be back. See you guys later. Love Goodbye. you, bye. Nibbles.